Hey there, this is Brad Geiger welcoming you to another episode of Hey Comics Kids, a podcast that I record along with my 13-year-old son, Alex, and my 10-year-old, Max, during our drive to school. Hey, if you like this show, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash heycomicskids. You can support us for as little as $1 per episode, and you can set a cap on your account so you never get charged for more than what you're comfortable with. All the money goes directly to the kids, and they can spend it however they want to. So sit back, relax, and let's get this show on the road. And we're back. It's another episode of Hey Comics Kids. I'm Brad Geiger along with my sons Maxwell and Alex. And last night, on a school night, we we did something crazy. We did something nutty. We went out and watched Civil War. Although it took a spritzer bottle for me to get the kids out of bed this morning (laughs) for school, we are going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, First of all, general impressions. On a scale of one to ten. Ten. What would you rate Civil War? Ten. Ten. Loved it. Loved it. No fat you could cut off. Spoiler warning. I'm going to say right now. If you have not watched Civil War, I recommend you turn this podcast off right now because you better not get any spoilers. Yeah, we we were lucky avoiding the spoiler train. And 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 I was lucky. And mainly because... I think my one of my best friends. I think he saw he saw it on on. I'm pretty sure he saw it on opening day, but he he saw the movie before us. So so yeah. Wait, what does that have to do with anything? We avoided spoilers. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, that you just started talking about your best friend who saw it opening day, and then you're like, oh yeah, so that happened. And then, <laughs> so we avoided spoilers, and they should too. Is that it? Yeah. Very good, Alex. Favorite part of Civil War? Uh, uh um, Spider-Man fighting. Hands down, it was the Spider-Man scene. So I know. we all agreed on that. Yes. Yes. I love <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back reference, and when Spider-Man was using the webs to um, attack, like the legs of Giant Man fell out. I remember the Giant Man thing. Like, I think, like in the airplane now, something just went through me. Yeah, yeah. Something well, just went through me. That that would probably be. Uh, I guess like you could wrap them together. The big fight scene in the middle where it was heroes against heroes, calling back to one of those great classic super uh, superhero comic book tropes where the heroes, you know, for some reason are fighting against the heroes, and you get to see how they match up against each other. Uh, and that included the Spider-Man fight scenes. Uh, that was great, Because right? Spider-Man could somehow completely handle himself. Hey, he got, he has, like, he has super strength. He, he has really good agility, really good strength. He can shoot webs out. Basically, he melted pl- that basically looked like plastic. I like the way they made his webs look very plastic looking. They made them look very inorganic. I thought that was very cool. And I like how like how when Black Panther was scratching Captain America's shield, instead of just kind of shaking it off, oh. off they kept you could see that they kept the scratch marks on the shield. Yep, in the and same you see places. that all the way to the very final scene. Those scratch marks are deep. Black Panther, another character that was introduced in Civil War, 
Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. I I liked him. Thumbs I, up. I, I liked him. I like Black Panther. Like, like this side. This showed. This movie showed some my three like top. My three favorite superheroes. But that's a top ten list for another day. Okay. Spider Man, Iron Man, and Black Panther. I gotta be honest with you. Growing up, I was never particularly enamored with Black Panther. He mm -hmm. really seemed to be much of a character to me. He, he didn't have any really exciting superpowers. Uh, and I just never got into him. In Civil War, Black Panther is a really cool superhero. Like how I like how, how he uses these, his really cool claws that can come in and come out. I really like that detail. Yep. Like you would see the claws as well. Retractable Retractable, yep. Yep. And he would like he would use it to like cut down the, the building so like so it would stand like fit safely. Mm-hmm. Alex, what did you think of Black Panther, the character? I loved the character. He looked awesome. He was awesome. He had a great background, uh, great acting. I totally believed he was Black Panther. And yeah, that he was just great. So two characters introduced. How did you like the uh, scene between Tony Stark and Peter Parker, Max? Uh, I I really like the scene. I really like the scene. I I I'm gonna use the web shooters on right before he goes out to get the dough to tell his aunt to tell Aunt May. And I well like well he said like uh like Aunt's like uh, do you know how to get the stuff? And he's like oh yeah I'll get uh, like I'll get the food or something like that. Yeah. How do we feel about Aunt May? Mm, Pretty good. Yeah, I like the care. I like I like the character, but I just don't like having made home of a young woman. She's certainly and, not the doddering old aunt from the uh, classic comics. Is she? Yeah, that's the one that we've all got from the TV shows and the comics and she some of the movies. Like more of a mom, if you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying. Mhm. Mm I'm put. Mhm. Mm so. Civil War, like it showed, like at least this universe's thing on how Howard Stark and his wife, and mm -hmm. uh, how they, they died, at, which are Tony Stark's parents, and how they died, and that's basically had a final battle scene that I see when Captain America and Winter Soldier are basically like sh hitting the shield from when uh, attacking Iron Man. And that was that. very well done. I liked yeah. that. This movie really comes down to friendship, does it? Yeah. yeah. Who are your friends? What do your friends mean to you? Uh, and even what it's like to be caught in the middle of friends. For example, uh, at one point in defending Winter Soldier, Cap tells Iron Man that Winter Soldier is his friend, and Iron Man says, well, yeah, we used to be friends, right? He said, so was I. Yeah. Uh, powerful theme, Alex? Uh, what do you mean by powerful theme? The the whole theme of what friendship means. Oh, power, yeah, I guess it'd be a powerful theme. Because friendship mean, is basically what tears apart the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having seen the movie, we've talked about this before, but now having seen the movie... Are you on Team Cap or Team Iron Man? I'm on Team Cap. Oh, I'm on Team Cap. 
Really, Max, you've switched your uh, affiliation? Yeah, not just because the movie was more about Cap. Mm-hmm. Mainly because, like, like, Cap was just a lot cool in the movie. Like, I really like, like, he was just really cool in the movie. And with Iron basically, like, like, he knows that Bucky got mind controlled to kill oh, Tony Stark's parents. Yet he's still angry at Bucky, even though he knows he's mind controlled. Not the best move by Tony Stark. Right. Yeah, I and mean, he's he doesn't, he's just too you know? blonde with anger to, like, um, actually consider the, like, uh, responsibility and actions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's kind of, like, sad, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Winter Soldier can kind of take care of himself, can't he? Yeah. yeah he can take a beating. Jesus Christ. And he can ladle one out. Yeah, Moose has always been one of those like really cool characters. Like, I think one of my favorite scenes was when Spider-Man catches one of soldiers' metal arms. He says, "Wow, you have a metal arm! That's so cool!" <laughs> I love that one. The way they wrote Spider-Man as a giddy teenage boy who was just thrilled to be out there with his heroes was fantastic. Oh, I love that. Max, you did not like the fact that Spider-Man's suit was Stark Tech. Yeah, I think that the Stark Tech suit should have been the Iron Spider suit. Well, no, he's uh, he's starting out. You gotta yeah, you gotta give yourself some room to go. You know, you can't start out at an eleven. You gotta start out at a one and a two and work your way up. Yeah, just the Iron Spider costume was just so cool. No one can disagree that that was like the coolest Spider suit Spider-Man wore. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. I think once you put on the Iron Spider-Man suit, anybody can be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And that takes away from the character, because what makes the Spider-Man character unique is that it's just this one guy that a weird thing happened to and changed his life. Uh, you put him in the suit, and anybody can be Iron Spider, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, speaking of what happens when you put on the suit... The fate of Rhodey. Are we upset about this? What's going on? Rhodey uh, gets dealt a really serious blow in Civil War. Alex, what do you think that's going to mean to his character? He's going to be wearing the suit a lot more because I think the suit's going to be what like, keeps his legs working. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I, I'm not that... Okay, how do I say this? It was a complete accident mm-hmm. from Vision misfiring misfi- at Falcon, Falcon dodging it, which he did not calculate because, you know, that's what people do, dodge things. And uh, War Machine got hit, and I'm, like, sad because I really liked War Machine. I'm just glad that he didn't die because mm-hmm. so, he needs to replace Iron Man somehow, right? Ah. Uh. It depends. It depends on how how it's handled, but he's one of the potential replacements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pepper Potts seems to have distanced herself from Tony Stark in this movie. Maxwell, what does that mean for the relationship between Tony and Pepper? Well, think of it. The Tony and Pepper, like, you know, the movies we see them and together, what, or even mentioned together, was the Iron Man movie, like, like what we see in together, or, like, I think that Civil War, like, is the, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but the only movie that, like, actually, that w- wasn't an Iron Man movie, that actually 
he had some sort of mentioning of of Pebble Potts. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure Pebble Potts wasn't in the Age of Ultron. I you know what? Think you, she was either. You know what? What? Um, they should have made this an Avengers movie. This basically yeah. was an Avengers movie, right? But it was more, but like, favorite. most of the screen time, like... Most of the focus was on Captain America, but I think if they shared the focus, it would have been an even, even better movie. This yeah. Was a ca this was a Avengers movie told from Captain America's point of view. Yeah. In other words... Both of you are saying that you're on Team Cap now. Max kind of changed his affiliation because he felt that Cap was cooler. Uh, but I have a sneaky suspicion that if you told the same story, but instead of this being Captain America's Civil War, it was Iron Man's Civil War. Yeah, that's what they the should do through for Tony Stark's shaded glasses. Uh, you guys might feel differently. Yeah, I, no, really I really like those glasses. I really like those glasses. I mean, <laughs> like the how they would dodge, how they basically would reflect a bullet off them, and how basically Iron Man had this kind of like metal Iron Man arm that they pretty much just had to press a button and mm -hmm. it basically come over. That was him. cool. Where uh, Iron Man carries at all times at least a small part of his armor around, uh, and he hits that wristwatch and it becomes the Iron Man gauntlet, and he goes pretty toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, Winter Soldier with just his gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually thought that well, when... Well, they both have <clears throat> a gauntlet-esque iron stuff. Like, I actually thought that once we saw the Winter Soldier, we, like, once we saw the, Winter so the full other Winter Soldier guys, like, I thought that, they, that the that the villain on the side of the guy who keeps... He's um uh, mind controlling Bucky. Okay, I thought that he would get them on the um uh, these window soldiers. Mm -hmm. I thought he would get them on the sides, and that would have basically all of them team up to defeat him. But you understand what Baron Zemo's actual plan was? Had nothing to do with bringing the Winter Soldiers out of hibernation, right? It had to do with the Avengers getting torn, tearing each other apart. Right. He he specifically stated that many many people have tried to destroy the Avengers and then succeeded, but the Avengers could destroy themselves. Ah, uh, Alex, that message that he kept listening to on the phone. Did you understand the significance of that? Yeah. What was it? It was his family. Yeah. It was, it was just before it was the last message his wife left him on the phone talking about their son before they were killed in the uh, accident, which I guess was caused by the Avengers. So he has a real revenge motive. Tony Stark now has a huge revenge motive. There's a lot of revenge to go around in the Marvel Universe. Question to you, Max. Do the Avengers ever get back together? Is it ever good again? They're going to have to if they want to take down Thanos. Yeah, they're going to... I'm pretty sure the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be are going to basically they're still gonna be at each other's folds in the next couple of in the next and like and Avengers Infinity Wars Part One they're still kind of gonna be at each other's folds but they're going to be a team but they're going to be at each other's folds like they're gonna be mean to each other even though they're basically the same team like they're gonna be reunited 
and the guys of the galaxy and are gonna be the ones who convince them that we need to that you guys need to set aside any differences you have and defeat this guy who's uh, who destroy who could kill you in a snap with the snap snap of his fingers. So, um, is that, well, I guess. Uh, so Alex, do you have anything left to say about the movie? Anything that we may have missed out? Like, we may have missed? Mm -hmm. So, um, Red Wing. What do we ah, think of Red ah, Wing? Ah. You go, oh, that's a, I'm really happy you brought that up. Because I made a mental note. In the classic comics, uh, Falcon, Sam Wilson, had a trained falcon, a living, breathing bird. Yeah, I know. That was basically his sidekick and its name was Redwing. Hmm. So when Falcon uses that small robotic uh, glider robot as a scout. weapon and so forth. And a scout. And, and a scout. And he calls it Redwing. Uh, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. That was a nice little nod to the classic comics. Yeah, and the movies kind of had something for everybody. Like they had enough action to keep the the kids wanting to see more and more. But they had enough references to the older movies. Like that Spider-Man scene we see at the end with the spider on his spider belt. Of like when we Another see things from the comics. Another nod to that was so cool. I love that. Yes, that yeah, was. they made enough references to the old to for the fan for, to the classics for the fans and to really enjoy it of the older comics. And we made, but they made enough comedy and action to keep the the kid to keep the kids. It's glued to their seats. I remember once we was finished the movie, we were all like, we cannot, we were glued to our seats the entire movie. Scarlet Witch is quickly becoming one of the most powerful characters in the Marvel Universe. Agree or disagree? Well, when, I agree when was she never not one of the most powerful? Yeah, you know, like, she's, she's, I think her, her powers, much like the Hulk, are getting based off of angry, the, the angrier. Or, or more, or the more afraid or angry she is, or like say stuff like vengeance and revenge, and the more her powers kind of increase. Speaking of the Hulk, Hulk not part of this movie, Thor not part of this movie. Well, we know that Thor's an Asgard for Thor Ragnarok. Right. Which for, which we think that Thor, some people are thinking that Thor is not going to be coming back. And like some people think that Thor is going to die. Mm, I don't know about that. I kind of doubt that, but have you, heard, have you heard that on the YouTubes? Yeah, I have. Okay. I, but like this is mainly. Why do you call it the YouTube's? Just to be, you you just know to be it. Funny. You sound like you're old. I am old. Older. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you're new, god darn fangled, hickory jingles. Alex, no. if Thor were part of this movie, would he be Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Uh, I guess he might be Team Iron Man. Max, 
Same uh, question. I agree with Alex Team Iron Man. You're both wrong. Thor would say, I'm a god. All of this is beneath me. Call me when you get it worked out. Actually, you would, I don't think you would person, do that. I think he would. I think Thor's he'd be like, none of it, says, it, the Thor is never going to sign a document for the United Nations for a world that he doesn't even belong to. Well, touche, touche. Yes, I agree with that. But Thor's not the character that says, oh, this is all beneath me. Thor is a character, if this is all beneath Thor, why wouldn't Thor... Why would Thor be in the Avengers? Why would Thor be helping out anything? Yeah, why would... He could just say, oh, this is beneath me. This this world doesn't matter. Just be a fighting, meaning threats from Asgard. Well, it actually, well he thinks it actually is doing in the universe some good. Yeah, I think, I think he still likes to help out the Earth. I think he's kind of adopted it a little bit, but I don't think that means that he's signing a UN resolution. I mean, that would be like, could you imagine the, the you know, Thor deciding that he needed to go out and do something, even if it was just an adventure, and having to ask the UN for permission? He'd never go along with that. And I don't think he should. Do you? Yeah, I like, I would think that you should be strongly encouraged to join the Registration Act. But, like, it should kind of be an ideal, you know, but it shouldn't be something that all superheroes have to do. Like, it should, it should be an ideal to do stuff to become one of the Avengers teams. Like, that, from around the world, that's the one thing that they didn't really mention from the Civil War comics. Mix, like, out of all the things they didn't really, that they, that they had in the movie, and that's the one flaw in the movie, or the one thing I didn't like, was that they never really mentioned the the Avengers around the world, and they just kind of mentioned every superhero had to register, um, so, they, so if there was a mission that they needed to go on, the, the government had to, or the UN had to say, okay, you can do this. So, question to you guys now. Uh, I, do, you, do you kind of see Tony Stark's point? In other words, I think it was kind of cool, and it, and it was just a very, br very brief moment in there where Tony kind of says to Cap, listen, just sign the document. It doesn't matter. We can amend it later. It, we, can, we can add to it. We can subtract to it. Tony is a businessman at the end of the day, and he knows that contracts are living, breathing things. It's not written in stone. It's written on paper. You can, and even if they sign that contract, when Thanos comes or some, you know, like a Galactus level threat hits, they're not going to be waiting for the UN to tell them yes or no. They're going to go out and do it. And if it gets them in trouble with the UN, then they'll, they'll deal with that trouble. Right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to kind of respect, even though I'm kind of solidly uh, team cap, don't you have to respect Tony's pragmatism where he's like, just sign the document, it gets him off of our keisters, and then we can work within the system to change it as we need it. Okay, like to be honest, that's one of the reasons that I was on Iron Man's side because it was really, a, if anything, it was improving how they were doing, how it was being, how they were doing things. If people were on, on Cap's side, right, 
and then they became villains, they'd be no better than the heroes they arrested. And and I, I also like that's one of the reasons why I was Team Iron Man. And another reason was because Team Iron Man had like all of my favorite superheroes. Mm-hmm. As I already mentioned that. See, that's weird. I'm not doing it for the superheroes. I'm doing it more for like the standpoints and the politics behind it. How mm-hmm. do you mean? Well, I wouldn't choose Captain America's side because it had like um, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch. Right, you're Falcon. thinking about the philosophy behind I'm, what puts them. I'm in with there. I'm with the philosophy of both sides and which one I can agree I can relate to more or agree with more. And that 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 just seems like the easier choice for me because then I don't have to worry about like characters mm-hmm. and I can like I can so I don't have to like be like, oh, I like the characters, but I don't like what they're saying. Did we ever believe that Clint Martin was retired? No. No. And isn't it interesting that when he has to square off against Black Widow, he starts pulling his punches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Captain America, uh, Civil War. I am wondering um, why he did that, though. Well, I, you know what? I, I like to think it's just because they were friends for so, you know, they've done so many, uh, you know, capers together that they were, there's just a really strong friendship there. Mm-hmm. Again, the message of friendship mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. So, well, Captain America Civil War, if you haven't seen it, it's a must-see for any... Marvel fans, and it's. I think it, what we're gonna have to do now is see if we can catch Batman versus Superman somewhere, so that we can compare the two. Uh, because it, from everything I read about BVS, it really sounds as if these two movies stand in polar opposition to the concepts of what superheroes are and should be. And like I'm pretty sure I heard you saying that Batman v Superman, like everything that the movie did wrong, um, Civil War found out, oh, they do it right. Mm-hmm. Like there was one character that never really, like he showed up in the beginning of the movie, and then Scarlet Witch pretty much killed him. Oh, crossbones. Jinx mm-hmm. Well, Scarlet Witch didn't kill him. He detonated uh, a self-destruct bomb. No, no, Scarlet Witch basically, like, he, was a, he threw him up in the air and basically crashed him and basically threw him into No, he didn't throw him building. into... Max, he didn't throw him into... No, Scarlet Witch... She didn't she throw didn't, him into the building, Max. She flew him up and lost control and then the bomb exploded. No, she, I remember... I think Mac, Alex's uh, interpretation is a little bit more accurate. Mm-hmm, I guess. But Crossbones... And I'm, I really like how she, she wouldn't throw him into a building, though. Mm. Right. Like, but she's, it shows how she's losing control of her power. Well, yeah. Or, or maybe not losing, but hasn't yet gained complete control over her mm-hmm. powers. And the more afraid or the more angry you are, uh, it seems the more her strength increases. Mm, I haven't noticed that. But, Crossbones, do we remember him from the earlier movie? 
No, he's... Really? Oh, no, 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 Captain America Winter Soldier. Right. He was a Hydra agent, and then they dropped a building on him, and he's all messed exactly. up. And you remember they extricated him from the rubble, and they were going to kind of rebuild him. I guess. Remember I, I, that face? I'm pretty sure I, mi I'm pretty sure I missed that. <laughs> well, it's easy to miss things. Vision, last character that uh, I think we haven't talked about. Do we like the way the Vision was handled? Yeah, I love the Vision. What do you yeah. think? I really like how basically he, he kind of wore the clothes like he was basically a normal a normal man. And yeah, you'd think, oh yeah, from the clothes he wears, he's the, you'd think, oh, a normal man. And but then but then you see, like then you see he's the Vision, and you're like, oh god, this guy's a superhero. I'm not completely sold on the character design. Uh, I, I, but that's because I really like that classic Vision character. Uh, not completely sold on the way they they represent him visually, uh, but the whole being able to go from intangible to harder than diamond uh, I really really like mm -hmm. they really special effects have come such a long way in the time since you know I've been watching movies it's really cool to see before, how they represent that sorry before we end this uh, we need to cover Ant-Man really quick go ahead loved Ant-Man he yeah. was Great. Yes, and mm -hmm. a, and a nice little comic relief touch there, as kind of like somebody who's not getting a lot of respect amongst his <gasps> peers. Dad always told me to never trust a Stark. Who are you again? <laughs> no, he said Pimmel. No, come been, on, man. That would have been funny enough, but then his reaction of "Come on, man!" <laughs> come on, man. It's just very, very funny. Uh, yes, Paul Rudd as Ant Man, really delivering the goods and turning into a giant. Yeah. yeah, giant man. Yeah. I got plenty of times before. By plenty, I mean once. In a lab. And I passed out. <laughs> yeah, very cool. All right, uh, Alex, let's bring it home. Speaking for myself, my brother, and of course me. Goodbye, everybody. You can find us on iTunes. Wait, Alex, you said myself. Of my dad. You said myself, my bubble, and oh, of course me. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know I did that. Okay. Speaking for myself, me, my dad, and my brother. <laughs> uh, Once again, giving himself double billing. Case better than one, but less than three. Um, goodbye, everybody. You can find us on iTunes, the Blueberry Network, and Stitchers. Make sure to rate and leave a friendly comment. This is a friendly place, people. Let's, Let's get this show off, off the, the road. road. We have to change that. It's really cheesy. <laughs>